Welcome to Liberate Your People Pleaser. I'm Brenda Florida, certified life coach, and I am on a mission to liberate people to their authentic power and ideal self-expression. So what's a people pleaser? Well, those of us who are people pleasers are usually very loving and kind. We're empathetic. We also tend to prioritize other people's needs over our own, which leaves us feeling not seen and not heard. We're great at anticipating the needs of others and often put ourselves in second place. We're great doers and nurturers, and we often have the role of keeping the peace, whether it's in our families or in the workplace. Well, the first thing I wanna share with you is that there's nothing wrong with you. But we do wanna take some of these qualities of people pleasing that we focus so much on other people and turn them on to ourselves first, which turns them into our superpower. To find out more, listen to this next episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. Welcome everyone to this episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I am super happy today to have my friend and coach and all the things, health and wellness oriented and just beautiful soul that I consider you to be, Catherine Gagnon. I probably didn't do that quite as well that time. You say your last name for me again. Oh, that was awesome, Brenda. Gagnon, yes. Gagnon. (laughs) I want to learn French so bad. And I love when I hear it, I just, I love it. And I don't have any natural proclivity to language or accents, but anyway, I'm so happy you're with us. Um, Catherine is a wellness, a health and wellness coach. And we have our paths have crossed several times over the last few years. And so Catherine comes to us today because I really wanted to dive into some of the ways people pleasing does affect us in our health and wellness, which is not a topic I talk about very often. So you were the perfect guest when you reached out to me um, to have on the podcast to help us dive into it because I don't think I'm uh, spoiling anything here in your story, which I'll let you tell everyone, but you can relate to the whole people pleaser thing. And um, so you know very well how these um, habits of people pleasing and doing for others at the expense of ourselves impacts our body, impacts our wellness, impacts our energy. And so with that, I'm gonna turn it over to you, Catherine, and have you introduce yourself, say you know what you do, how you do it, anything you want the audience to know, and then sort of take us into your perspective on that, that intersection of people pleasing and our health and wellness. Oh, thank you so much, Brenda. It's it's such an honor and so much fun to be with you on this podcast. I listen to a lot of your podcasts and I read your newsletters and I'm always there's always so much value in there. So mm-hmm. thank you for having me. Um, the first thing I want to say is that, um, you know, from the perspective of a recovering people pleaser, people pleasing is exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's tiring to be a people yes. pleaser. And, and that's the perspective that when I, I, I coach and I work with people, you know, I work p- with people who are tired of feeling tired and, and doubting themselves, you know, and yeah. self-doubt. Um, and I realized, you know, as coaches, we attract a lot of the people who are like us who, or who 
are like who we used to be. Yeah. Because we're a couple of steps ahead of them. And I thought, yeah. how interesting that I've been attracting a lot of people who are sensitive and people pleasers. And they're all coming to me because they're tired. They're yeah. tired. <laughs> you know? It's, and it's exhausting. It's exhausting and overwhelming to be a people pleaser. Absolutely. And I think that the, the key thing that is so exhausting about being a people pleaser is that you live your life according to what you think other people want. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I, I was a nurse practitioner and a nurse, you know, for 15 years. And I, I dealt with the physical health, but also a lot of the emotional health. And I had the opportunity to see how the emotions impact the physical health. Mm. And if I can just make a quick story short, every time I tell this story, people are like, wow. But I used to see that all the time in my office. Uh, But when I used to work in in emergency as a nurse, I was in triage and somebody comes with chest pain. So we think, okay, we're going to examine, maybe it's a heart thing. And EKG and the vital signs. And I went to see the doctor and we saw that it was most probably not cardiac. And so I come back to the lady and I ask her a question you know, related to that part of the body. And I asked her, what is it you're not digesting in your life? Because sometimes heart and stomach are kind of close. Mm-hmm. And she starts crying and crying and crying in my triage office. And uh-huh. she said, my mom has Alzheimer's. And it's for the first time she doesn't recognize me. Uh-huh. And I can't digest that. In French, we have this expression, you can't digest it. You know, it's okay. like, yeah, you, yeah. 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 And, and 10 minutes later, she came back to see me. So she goes back into the waiting room. 10 minutes later, she comes back to see me and she says, Catherine, I have no more chest pain. I'm feeling so much better, so much lighter. That's exactly what I needed. Thank you. I'm just telling you I'm going to leave. I'm not going to wait to see the doctor and take someone else's place. So I thought, wow, how amazing that our emotions like this, when something is weighing so heavy on us, you know, the body gets impacted by that. Mm-hmm. And oh, true. Right. And so when I started coaching and I started to work a lot with energy and I thought, how is it that, what is it that I'm doing with energy? And I'm a scientist, you know, a scientist at heart or yeah. at head, but I'm also very artistic <laughs> and, and spiritual. And, you know, so I came up with this equation, this energy equation, which is how you generate energy, both in your body and in your mind, you add how you invest your energy strategically so you have a bigger return on investment in your body uh-huh. and in your mind. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So energy is kind of like money in a way. So yes, generate energy, you know, nutrition, sleep, exercise, whatever, plus how you invest it. So self-care, meaningful relationships, great conversations, yes. passions, projects. So you add those two and you divide it by energy leaks. And the energy leaks, both in the body, so let's say an energy leak in the body could be pain. You know, when you're in pain, it's tiring. Or when yes. you're, yes. you're, you've got bad habits, you're eating bad food, you got brain fog, whatever. And in the mind, the energy leaks in the mind. So the plugging the energy leaks are my specialty. Okay. And in the mind, in the emotions, the energy leaks that I could see with people who are people pleasers is when somebody is stepping on their own truth and they're not expressing themselves. They're not expressing their needs for fear of hurting the other person's feelings or uh, losing the love or losing the relationship. A lot of um, saying yes to things and situations when in their heart, it was a no. Yes. That's the huge energy. Huge. Yes. And (laughs) yes. 
That is so good. You know, it's so funny that you bring up the energy leaks because it's not, that also is not something I talk about a lot. I don't know. I don't tend, I'm that super pragmatic side of me that, you know, even though I'm not, I have no scientific bone in my body. I care nothing about, you know, proof or evidence or like whatever. I don't, I don't have any scientific part of me, but I'm very pragmatic. And I, we were having an episode a few weeks ago on cocktails and coaching, my Wednesday night free thing that I do on Zoom. And whatever somebody said made me think, like I just pictured this balloon and like little holes, you know, or like a beach ball, not a balloon that would pop right away, but just like a beach ball that gets this little leak and the air, you know, like you don't notice it at one, at a, you know, a lot at first. And then it just more and more. And I think, because I think so many times the energy leaks. And so anyway, at, on that episode, I was like, it's like an energy leak. And it was just, it's, so it's funny to me that you say that. Cause I, it's not language I usually use, but um, it's so true. And I think because part of it is any one of those things that we said yes to, that we didn't really want to, or whatever, isn't big enough that we think it's been a big deal, right? And so we're like, oh yeah, I mean, I did say yes and I really didn't want to, but it's okay. Or I don't want to go back and undo that because that's going to feel petty. I'm going to, like, I remember so much in romantic relationships, especially, but friendships to business sometimes too, thinking, ooh, like if I go say now, I'm not going to go do that, that's just going to seem petty. It, it just, that was the word that came to mind. And so I would do it, but you get enough of those pinpricks in there and all that energy is leaking out and you have nothing left for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and I listened to that podcast. Oh, and okay. I, when I heard you say energy leaks, I was like, oh yeah, yes, that's what we're talking you know. about. Yeah. And, and this is, it becomes a vicious circle in the sense that when your energy is completely leaked and you got no more juice and um, it's hard to say no when you're yes. already tired. Yes. Yes. So it keeps going. And oh, it's also hard to make so good true. decisions for yourself when you're already tired. Think about a moment when you were tired and hungry, how easy, how easier it was to choose the bad food than to cook a good yeah. meal and all that, right? So, yeah. so when you're in that circle of being tired and you're not able to hold boundaries and say no, then you keep repeating the circle and then, and then you feel guilt and then you feel shame. And what does that make you do? Sometimes go in the pantry and get the cookies and, right. and more and, and maybe not like your body image. And that brings more guilt and more shame. And, uh-huh. and you're less likely to stand in your power and you're more likely to, to doubt in yourself. So it's that whole wheel. So can we go? So that just made me think. What I, so I love the French expression about the digestion thing. <laughs> and because, and, and of course, I've already done my disclaimer, I'm not a scientist, but I have my own little anecdotal theory that culturally, there are so many people with so many digestive issues, right? Like that's the new ADHD, right? Is everybody's got something wrong with their stomach and um, you know, intolerances for this and that. And I'm not saying that's made up. I don't mean it that way. But I think that we wind up with these overly sensitive digestive responses because of all the unresolved or things that are not being taken care of emotionally that just like that patient 
we're not digesting. And so our bellies are literally paying the price, which makes our whole body then pay the price. Totally. Then there's the connection from that and our power center, right? Like your power center in the body and the chakras are, is in your gut. It's in their, your solar plexus. It's in those first couple chakras. That's where we get that, <clears throat> excuse me, grounded sense of what I call authentic power. So if we've had all these energy leaks and all these ways of not taking care of ourselves, then our body and our emotional and spiritual center there is kind of like unprotected in a way. Um, and so then of course we don't have the energy to change, you know, I want to say fight off, um, but I don't like the word fight. Uh, so, mm -hmm. <laughs> but to make a change that is much harder to, it's much harder initially to change the habit of people pleasing, to set the boundary in an uncomfortable situation. And maybe you have a story you can share with us about that for yourself, but that takes energy to set that boundary. And if we don't have the energy and if on top of that, beyond the energy, we're not feeling good, like you're mm -hmm. saying, or you're tired, whatever, then all the more reason why I'm going to just fold and say yes, when I mean no give, when I don't want to give, you know, all the things that we end up doing because we don't have the energy to say no to it. Exactly. So somewhere the cycle has to be broken. Yeah. Um, I just want to add something on the gut. I love that you went back to the gut because the gut is the emotional brain. Mm -hmm. And uh, with the intolerances and the sensitivities, you might have heard the term leaky gut. Yes, yes, yes. Right. And so with leaking energy, leaky gut. And when yeah. you think about it, physiologically, the gut is one cell it's one cell thick membrane and the gut is your inner boundary with your outer world because it's a tube that goes through your body, but whatever you put in there is stuff from your outer world. So when you have a leaky gut means you're not able to hold a healthy boundary with your outer world of what you're allowing in your inner world. Because when the gut is leaking, big chunks of foods and even toxins will go through the membrane of the gut when it shouldn't. And it's going to go into the bloodstream and sometimes trigger immune responses, pain, inflammation, weight gain. So literally the gut, I love that you're saying, you know, you're relating oh. it to the chakra, it's your center of power, but it's also your ultimate boundary with the outside world, with what oh. you allow to come in your body or not. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so I want everybody to just rewind this podcast about two minutes. <laughs> and re-listen to those words you're say it again your inner your your gut is your inner boundary for your outer world is that do i get that right yes yeah, so when the gut lining functions properly you know you put food and yeah. you put bacteria from the outside when the gut lining functions properly when the membrane is intact it'll decipher what it'll let through into your bloodstream versus what it'll eliminate through your feces But when your gut is damaged and it's leaky and it can get leaky from many different things, stress is one of them uh, and emotional stress For goes sure. double whammy into your mm -hmm. gut. So when it's leaking, it no longer has the ability to, um, to decipher or to uh, leave inside the tube of the gut, like the toxin. 
Exactly. Like, yeah. So it's a, it's ideally when it's healthy, it's this container that keeps out the bad or processes the bad and keeps in the good or, you know, releases that in the way that it, that is yeah. healthy for us. And yeah. once that gets compromised, it's like, there's no more gatekeeper. The there's yeah. no more gatekeeper at the gate good, and, mm -hmm. and the, 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 the stealers, uh, the robbers can just go in yeah. and they enter your bloodstreams. And now you got stuff circulating in your body and it's triggering all kinds of reactions, which wow. is the instant, the sensitivities, the intolerances, the autoimmune reactions, yeah. the pain, the inflammation, the stiffness, and it brings more tiredness, more fatigue. Yeah. And, and so it's interesting to start working at that level. So when I work with, with clients, I work both in the physical aspects with food uh -huh. and, and diet, but also in the emotional to, yeah. um, to, to bring some resolve and healing and empowerment in, in that aspect of them that feels like they have to say yes when their heart is saying no, or they have to put other people's yeah. first, right? And, yes. Yes. Yeah. Because I have a friend who has this, um, there's a name for this condition. I think it starts with an S that I don't remember, but anyway, Celiac. yeah, Celiac. well, no, that's the gluten thing, but on top, it's just like the leaky gut. And when you get bacteria trapped in your intestine, SIBO, SIBO, SIBO. that's it. SIBO. Okay. And uh, so if you're like me, folks, anybody listening who's like me and has a very strong internal physical gut um, and <laughs> enjoys really fantastic health that maybe more than I deserve for how I take care of my body, but whatever, um, think of it as just the, also the metaphor it is because it, mm -hmm. it's such, it's a metaphor I can totally relate to. Um, but my friend, she said, ultimately it was what healed that. Yes, she did some diet and medical things but what was the most effective for her and she's been years now with no symptoms no problem was dealing with all the emotional yeah. traumas and just baggage of her life very she would say she's a people pleaser you know um that was unresolved for her that she didn't even realize was impacting her physical body so yes the disease was real but the healing for it wasn't just take a pill and change your diet. Like she had to have, and for her, it was tons of unresolved anger or un, whatever. I'm, that's what I'm calling it. Anger that she hadn't dealt with yet or processed. Totally. Uh, wow. So super. And, and so obviously being a people pleaser is a, such a natural setup to an invitation of that, you know, so we've talked generally that you work with people on both their physical and their emotional, you know, aspects of the, whatever their issue is, what's something really practical that you could tell the listeners today, if they're really relating to this, whether it's because you have stomach challenges, digestive challenges, or some other thing, or you just, your body's great, but you're really relating to this on an emotional level of not having that container of boundaries, you know, to protect you what would you be something you could, you know, give people that they could walk away with today and like, you know, start to implement? Um, well, a great lesson that I've learned recently, because, mm -hmm. you know, as a recovering people pleaser, sometimes you think you've learned the lesson, but then <laughs> life brings it back to you. Brings it's it like back. another peel yeah. of another, you know, yeah. peel back the onion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things is when you're making a decision, 
ask mm-hmm. and and feel the decision in your body. Uh-huh. Often, yeah. And oftentimes, if it's if it's not right for you, you'll feel something in your gut. Like you know, you say my gut is is twisted yeah, or knotted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, mm-hmm. just like I said recently, I just had I was just served my own medicine in that way. <laughs> But to ask myself, am I making this decision right now for other people or for me? And being really honest about that. And if if I go back to two months ago when I made that decision, if I made the decision for other people, just ask myself, what is behind that? What is it I'm afraid of losing or or portraying? Or what is it that I'm afraid of that it would push me to make that decision today? And think about the end in mind. So, yes. um, and then if if you're you know finding out that there are some hidden beliefs. So, for example, I I, I work with Lyme disease uh, people who suffer from Lyme disease because I was really sick with Lyme disease, and in okay. a way, that was when my people pleasers started you know got a really big smack and said, "You got to get on with life, Stop girl, because yeah. you're gonna get eaten alive." And yeah. I had SIBO and all that. Oh, okay. Um, Yes, it's SIBO is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. It's bacteria that has that in the small intestine and it's got no, supposed to be no there. business there. Yeah. 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 So I've been coaching this gentleman with, with Lyme disease and he's doing awesome and regaining energy and and he has been a very big people pleaser and coming out of a divorce and kind of just for the first time free in his life and re- reclaiming his identity. Yeah. And we've been working on his beliefs that if he's if, if he says no to somebody who's asking him for help, that he's a bad person. Yes. And it's it's working on these subconscious beliefs, which I know you do yes. very well. And, and I also work with different modalities in that way. And one day um, somebody asked him to work in, in their yard to cut down some trees or things like that. And he knew internally that it wasn't right, but it was an older friend. She's an elderly person. And he said, yes. And guess what happened? Oh no. He got bit by a tick and he got Lyme again. Oh my gosh. And he was just like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like life serves you that lesson that, that if, if you don't listen, it's, you know, different people, different places, but same underlying theme. So when you're making a decision, when you're being asked to do something, and it could be something trivial, like you want to go to so-and-so's place on Saturday night. Now, now that we're opening up a little bit more in COVID. Right. And, and just, and just sit with the decision and see where you feel that decision. And, Oftentimes, if it feels aligned for me, I feel like my energy is open and I'm like, yes, that yeah. feels good. But if it doesn't feel aligned, something is constricting me. And I feel like in my gut and in my solar plexus that there's there's something like that. That's when the question needs to come. Like, why am I making like what's underneath that? And yes. who am I making this decision for? So, yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so beautiful. And I one of the points you make there that I just want to bring out again is that there is that underlying reason. There is always, sometimes I call it a secondary gain Mm -hmm. because there's always a reason we say yes, even when, even when inside we know we should say no, like sometimes don't quite know, or we, you know, know a little bit and we ignore it. We don't know until afterwards, whatever. But sometimes even when we feel it and we know we should say no, and we find ourselves saying yes, there's always a reason why there's some gain 
that we have in that. It's that we think the other person will like us. We think, you know, we'll get their approval. We won't disappoint them. We won't make them mad, you know, because we imagine if we said no, we would make them mad. We would disappoint them, fill in the blank, you know, so notion that we don't want another person to feel. And we often attribute then to that meaning we're a bad person in some version of we're a bad person, right? I'm a bad person because I upset you. I disappointed you. I didn't give you what you wanted. You know, I, whatever. I mean, I thought of this each time Uh, I divorced my husband's because even though I knew I needed to leave the relationship in my case, neither of them wanted the relationship to be over. And so they were very hurt. They were very angry there. You know, like I, my doing what I needed to do for me was very hurtful to them. And that's not nothing. Like I get that. And I still have to do what I have to do for me. Otherwise there, there's some sort of price. The cost is high. I am going to pay for myself. Yeah. Yeah. And the cost of health To me, health is, is your most precious asset. Like I've always been a very energetic, athletic person. I, I've been flying hang gliders for 15 years. And, and when I got Lyme disease, not having energy, you know, was such a distress. I mean, I I would do five minutes of stationary bike and I had to go to bed for an hour and a half. I couldn't even hold a a hair blower to my hair because my arm was so weak. And I was just like, oh my gosh, without my health, I cannot enjoy anything, including yeah. my favorite people, my favorite passions. Life sucks without my yeah. health. So, so yeah. it's not worth costing your health for somebody else. But like you said, sometimes it's not, it's not big enough. Like, oh, this time I say yes, but the cost is not high enough to give you a bigger, a big enough slap in the yes. face to wake up. Yeah. Um, so, yes. but these energy leaks of every time you say yes, but your heart says no, every time you feel shame or guilt, or I should have said this, or I've hurt their feelings. It's like you have this energetic bank, like money. And every time you leak this, it's like you're, you're you're leaking. You're spending that. Yeah. Yeah. It's costing you and you're accumulating debt and, and your body will absorb that, but it'll make you aware that something's not working out. So yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that is so I love that. Thank you. Um, I love the, I like the metaphor of the bank. That's, um, that's really good. Like that resonates with me and my own journey in liberating myself from those habits of people pleasing, and turning all those great, you know, one of the things I always say is the thing with people pleasing is like all the skills of it, so to speak, are awesome, right? It's the empathy, it's the nurturing, it's the caring, it's being a, most of us are big doers, you know, we can get stuff done, we can, we, many of us have great vision and big dreams and um, are really good at implementing plans and, you know, can really do shit in the world, right? Um, and so that's all great. It's not those those qualities are not the problem. The problem is the the distortion of turning it all on other people and ignoring it in ourselves is the problem that we call people pleasing. Whereas when I take all those qualities and turn them on me first, 
What do I need? How can I anticipate my needs? What would make me really happy today? What would, you know, all those things we think about other people and turn it on ourselves. Then we actually end up giving and serving out of the fullness of that instead of that sense of obligation or shame or guilt or just sheer exhaustion and saying yes when we really meant no because we're too tired to say no and that's going to take too much effort or I'll just I'll do it myself instead of having my kids do the dishes I'm just going to do it myself it's going to be easier even though I'm exhausted you know Mm -hmm. And, and we spend our actual selves our bodies our souls our spirits to the point that we can be very bankrupt to stay in the money metaphor. Yeah. Uh, and and so I love that tool of really looking at what's the motivator. So as we wrap up today, this has been so valuable. I love, I, I love everything you've said so much. And that metaphor of the inner and the outer boundaries, what would you like, what, what's the one thing that you would really like for listeners to take away today from our podcast and our time together? Um, I would love for, um, first of all, I love the work that you're doing. I've experienced it myself and it's been awesome. And I think it's so needed in the world. Um, so the, the, the biggest takeaway, uh, for your listeners is to not settle for suboptimal, not settle for suboptimal health, suboptimal energy, uh, pain, inflammation, suboptimal emotions. Just when there's some stuff cooking you yes. know, in the undercurrent there, it's time to address. It's like a boil that needs to come to the surface, like a big zit and, you know, yes. pop that zit. Yes, there you go. There's our next quote. <laughs> pop that zit. That's what you got out of this podcast, folks. That is so fucking true. Pop that zit. Because what we do is we let it fester. We just let it sit and we hope yeah. it's going to go away. One yeah. of the things I know I'm, I just said I was going to wrap up, but I'm not going to quite yet. It's my podcast yes. uh, because what that just made me think of is one thing. And I talk about this from time to time. It's very important to me to normalize getting and paying for help mm-hmm. to pop our zits, right? Yes. Emotionally, we're, we, there's not so much of a stigma about it physically anymore. Like if you're, uh, if you're feeling bad, you're going to spend money, go to the doctor. You might spend money even for like physical therapy or some kind of alternative medicine, you know, like that's all a little more acupuncture, whatever, like we might have a little more normalcy in the culture around spending money on that. But where there's still a real obstacle, I think, at least in people, um, at least I would say maybe 40 and older, I find people in their 20s and 30s are super happy to pay. I mean, my next client is probably not even 25. Um, why we will wrap up because I have to get to her, but they younger people are like, yep, I'll pay you. You can help me get over this emotional baggage. I know I'm carrying, I I will pay you to help me. So what's your take on that? Like I get paid for what I do. You get paid for what you do. We do that with no shame. I'm speaking for you now, but I, I, I assume that that's the truth. And so what would you say from your own life to just allow people to let go, if they have it, of that stigma 
of like, I should be able to do this myself. I shouldn't have to spend the money to, you know, I, I'm just angry. I just, so I, I get it. I have an energy leak. I should be able to fix that myself. What's yeah, your 30 seconds I, of wisdom on that? 30 seconds <laughs> of wisdom is your physical and your emotional health is your most important asset. Otherwise, you know, why suffer through this life? And remember the relief you had when you popped that huge zit because we mm. all did it. And mm. it's just like, oh my gosh. And just as a a final uh, vision, my vision is that everybody in this world feels so good in their body. They feel so much energy. They feel so at peace and and aligned and enthusiastic in their mind that they do have the energy and the motivation and the passion to really own their gifts and their skills that are so unique to each one of them so that they can contribute that to the world. Imagine what kind of world we would live in. Yeah. So let's not settle for a suboptimal world. Let's just pop our collective emotional zits. Yes. Thank you so and much. Get out there. I'm so I love that. And not settling for suboptimal. Like that should just be a bumper sticker or something. I mean, I <laughs> lo- that is the most fantastic statement. That is so true. And we do rob the world of our gifts when we rob ourselves of that energy or when we allow it to be robbed, whatever word you want to use there. And so for such a time as this, there has been no better time in history because it's the time we are in right now for all of us to pop those zits and not settle for suboptimal and get our gifts into the world. Absolutely. Yeah. It is so needed. Yeah. So needed. Uh- Catherine, thank you. Thank you. What a wonderful, wonderful episode. I'm sure everybody's enjoyed it. Um, we'd love to see your comments wherever you're hearing the podcast, you know, your reviews, all those good things. Catherine, um, we will put in the show notes how people can get in touch with you so everybody can check the show notes out for that uh, so you can absorb more of her genius and wisdom. And thank you all for joining us on this episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I've got a couple of great things in the show notes for you. So one, if you've heard me talk about a process I use with clients called the Solve It Method, I have put together a special bundle of podcasts that you can access through the show notes. You'll get the whole bundle in one email. And that way you can listen to the episodes that I recorded that explain this really simple process that you can use to self-coach. And then it will also give you sort of a window into what it's like to work with me. And on top of that, I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you to schedule a connection call because I hear from so many people in the podcast that they really connect with what I'm teaching and with what I'm coaching about, and it motivates them to wanna work with me. I would say probably three-fourths of my clients over the last six months or so have come to me through this podcast. So if you're thinking about working with me, click on that connection call link and book your 15-minute call. Of course, there's no obligation. We'll talk about whatever your goals are with coaching, what you're thinking about, and make sure that I'm the coach for you and if this is the right time for you. And then I also in the show notes have the link to my private Facebook group so you can come join me over there. So thanks for joining me for this episode.